to another Tabletop Ramble. I'm your host, Jacko. On this week's show, you will be able to hear us ramblers make total fools of ourselves as we take on the Alien RPG. On the Kickstarter kickaround, we take a look at Rune Lords, Reload, and the Oink Trilogy. But before that, here's this week's Tabletop Gaming News. This week, Gen Con have announced a new event. This is called the Spring Showcase. So this is going to be taking place on March the 6th to 7th. And it's going to be previewing loads of brand new games that are going to be coming out. And it's going to be utilising both their website and Twitch. So keep your eyes open for that. We'll be posting more information as it comes up. I'm expecting quite a few new titles get announced here. So this could be well worthwhile checking out. And best of all, it's totally free. <laughs> Atomic Mass Games, remember them? They're the ones that have taken over the Star Wars miniatures from uh, FFG. Well, they've announced that, unfortunately, they are not planning on hosting any tournaments for any of the Star Wars games in 2021. They've decided this in the view of safety due to the everlasting COVID situation. So they've opted to just go on the, cool, um, on the cautious side and to try and sort of relieve themselves of headaches. They have said that they might look to do some events towards the back end of the year, but these are not going to be anything that's considered the World Championships. They have said that anybody who was invited, so people that have done really well and were meant to be going to events this year, their passes will just be rolled over into the World Championships in 2022. So this is a bit of a blow, but at the same time, I can totally understand because there is a lot of work when it comes to organising these sort of events. And these are international um, occasions as well, not just sort of local store events. So I can totally understand and agree why they've done that. <laughs> FFG have announced that Marvel Champions will be getting yet another hero. This is following on from the Galaxy's Most Wanted, which featured Gru and Rocket Raccoon. Well, now we're going to be able to get Star-Lord into the mix. The Guardians of the Galaxy are slowly growing in numbers. I'm really looking forward to trying to get all the Guardians of the Galaxy together because I think their characteristics really do fit well with this game. So this could be really good. Stonemaier Games have announced this latest release, which is called Red Rising. This is going to be collaboration between Alexander Schmidt and Jamie Stagmire. The game is based in the world of Red Rising, which was the first novel in a two-trilogy series by Pierce Brown. Red Rising is a science fiction dystopian novel that's set in the future on planet Mars. So the game is going to feature a dystopian society that's divided into 14 different castes. You're going to represent a house that's attempting to rise to power 
as you piece together an assortment of followers that are represented by your hand of cards, which you will then break the chains of society. Red Rising is a hand management combo building game that's aimed for one to six players. It should take between 45 to 60 minutes to play a game. You're going to start with a hand of five cards, and then on your turn, you're going to put one of these cards on a certain location on the board that will then activate a certain ability of that location. You then get to take one of the cards from another location that's face up on the board, or if you want, you can blindly take a face down card from the deck. This will keep going as you look to score different points and trigger different abilities as the game progresses until you have the winner who has the most points. This seems to be generating a lot of buzz at the moment. Stonemaier Games have got such a good track record just of late. They've produced the likes of Scythe, Wingspan, even Viticulture, so they're doing hit after hit. Is this going to be the latest one? Well, we'll have to wait till March, April time, and then we'll find out. Blacklist Games have announced a new miniature co-op game called Lasting Tales. So Lasting Tales should be playing for 1-5 to five players and is designed by game designer Mark Latham who also done The Walking Dead All Out of War which is a game I absolutely love and he's also done The Older Scrolls Call to Arms. Lasting Tales lets players create their own heroes and embark on an epic campaign and you'll be linking the sessions together to create a rich story in a fantasy setting. As I mentioned, Lasting Tales is a fully cooperative game, which is going to allow each player to develop their own hero and tell their own story. This is coming in a book-only format, so you'll be providing all your own miniatures and dice and any other bits and pieces that you'll need. This is due to come out on Kickstarter on March 30th, so I'm going to have another look at that nearer to the time, I think. Now, I did mention that there aren't many issues included. One of the reasons why Blacklists are on my radar is the fact that they do already produce miniatures. And it wasn't that long ago they had a Kickstarter campaign for fantasy miniatures. And these are basically going to slot straight in. This hasn't been delivered yet, although I'm expecting it to arrive any time from now onwards by the sounds of it. Seaman <laughs> Games have just announced their latest worker placement game called Cryo. This is for 2-4 players and it takes place on a frozen planet where an exploratory mission has just gone terribly wrong and you'll find yourself in command of a colony ship that has plummeted to the surface but everybody then starts to go their own way and you'll become a leader of your own faction. The major problem is the environment of this icy planet It is very harsh so you'll be looking to try and shelter in uh, various caverns and then looking to sort of venture out and try to uh, scavenge vital resources that are actually still on the colony ship and in various other places throughout the map. One of the good things you'll be able to utilise is a collection of drones which you'll be able to send out to certain parts of the uh, ship and try to sort of discover what resources are there. And that will help you reserve your crew. There are even going to be certain crew members that are going to be still in cryostasis. So again, you'll be looking to try and rescue them and recruit them into your own uh, faction. You'll also be looking to upgrade various things such as engineering platforms as you'll be using them to help you control the drones. And by upgrading these platforms, it'll also open up new actions that you'll be able to perform. You'll also be looking to obtain technology cards. 
that you can use to either upgrade, find different missions, or they might even give you vehicles to help you navigate this terrain. The vehicles are going to become in particularly handy if you're looking to explore uh, further afield on the planet, as the movement will be that much faster. If you are able to complete some of these missions, that will give you bonus points as well. So Cryo is designed by Tom Jolly and Luke Laurie, who both previously worked together on the Manhattan Project and the G-Empire, which went down really well, I must admit. Cryo is expected to be released sometime this spring, and we can expect to pay £44, or if you're in America, about $60. So this week's episode is going to be totally different to anything we've tried before. This is going to be the first part of a live playthrough that the Tabletop Rambler has done of the Alien RPG from Free League Publishing. This is also going to be available on YouTube and we utilise the Roll20 system to help us play the game. So massive thank you to Roll20 and Free League Publishing for letting us do this. You will find that uh, yeah, we're a bit of a ragtag group. You will find that there's some extremely bad acting, some quite good acting. And uh, yeah, some characters that I'm sure you're going to hate and some you're going to love. Hopefully you enjoy. Hi then guys, right, so you're going to join us today as a bit of a special as me and the rest of the TNT crew, we're going to be going into an adventure around the world of Alien. <laughs> this is where the alien bursts out of Jacko as he's frozen solid like that. We are playing Alien RPG by Free League. Um, I'm still a human and communicating. <laughs> That's a horrible face from Jacko there. Um, it's the eyes. Can you can you even hear us, Jacko? No one can hear you scream in space. No one can hear Jacko forever. I, I blame my 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 little my little. Oh, my little we back. You're back. You're back. I did the introduction I mean, for you, Jacko. We're oh, going to keep that because it was a funny moment. <laughs> yeah, just I don't know what bit will crash on me. It just went. <laughs> um, right. So I'll explain the situation. So it's going to be an opportunity for you to introduce your characters. Um, I think actually what I'll do first is just uh, talk about the main mechanic of this game so you will see from your character sheet so i'm going to get let's get up i'm going to get a wilson's as an example so wilson which is being played which is being played by uh p you have for example a mobility you have a mobility of two which is linked to your agility of four so that means you're if i ask you to do a mobility like you're going to roll out of the way or you tell me you want to jump down from a from a um, balcony i'll say well give me a mobility roll and what that'll be is using your agility which is four and your mobility of two which is just saying you add them two together and you roll six dice roll 20 is going to do that for you but if we were playing together you would have rolled six dice but it's going to roll six dice for you anyway what we're looking for is sixes um, and in this game they come up um, as those targets and everything else in roll 20 will just come up as a blank because all the other numbers um, are useless to you you just want sixes so we're looking for those successes to come up 
throughout the game you're going to get more and more stressed your character is going to get what's called stress and that's going to be a roll that rolls some extra dice so that gives you more opportunity to get sixes um, so even though you're more stressed you're going to be you're pushing yourself it's giving you more opportunities to succeed but this time the ones um, on the yellow dice it will roll for you'll come up as the face huggers and that's bad um, and that's when doesn't you may um, go into full-on panic you might uh, attack someone else you might um, just become comatosed um, so I'll get you to do a panic roll and explain what happens to you so stress can help but it can also lead to um, things going terribly wrong for you and that's that's the mechanic really so on your um, on your character sheet there should be a section somewhere yes there's a tick box for stress level so when I tell you you're, you've taken stress just uh, click on that um, stress level it's on the left hand side of your character street, uh, character sheet yeah um, your health is the same as uh, your strength so you're not going to last long really so don't uh, Try not to get. My health is the same as my strength. That that's not good. Yeah, so you've got a, a strength of two, I believe. <laughs> <Wilson, so. laughs> Sorry. No, all the little secrets <laughs> away. It it'll all become clear as we play along. But like I said to Pete earlier, uh, I've got the hardest job. You tell me what your character would do, and I'll help you convert that into the rules. If at all we need to um, use the rules hopefully a bit of role-playing will get us through it we're not going to roll dice for every, everything so um, we begin the game I'll explain um, what you're doing out in space really so you're space truckers what people tend to call space truckers you're on a star freighter um, the US CSS Montero um, and you're you're doing a regular run that you do it's called the gauntlet um, and it's a trade route between uh, Anchor Point Station and the Frontier. Um, and your ship is uh, currently packed with dozens of tanks oh. of di hello. Oh, you get <laughs> you get uh, tanks of dangerous Triton uh, gas that is in the process of decaying into extremely profitable hel helium three. So this. Um, Usually cargoes such as these are towed in massive tanker modules that transport much higher concentrations of the gas um, a safe distance from the freight hauler. The Montero isn't rated as a commercial towing vehicle, however, and this small run is a special order by the Wayland Yuntai, uh, Yuntani corporate uh, account on Stutters World, a newly established frontier colony. While the trip so far has been fairly routine, the Montero's sensors developed a glitch before you left Anchor Point and sporadically pinged contact with a sensor reflection before you activated the displacement drives and went into FTL faster than light. Your cargo run so far has been without incident. Now you are just awakening from hyperspace, ready to deliver your goods to the colony on Stutter's World. So you're carrying all this dangerous gas. It slowly uh, decays over time and becomes safe, but you've got the hard job. You're delivering this dangerous gas um, to a new world. Um, hopefully by the time you get there, it, it turns into helium-3, nice and safe for you to deliver um, down on planet side. And we begin with, um, just imagine, I suppose, like a movie, you see the Montero um, slowly coming over the top of the camera. Um, 
you see all the sensor modules and they're as it's coming into um, shot and all the beautiful stars twinkling um, and as it passes over you you see even though you can't really hear these things in space you you see the engines uh, flaming as they pass over the top of you and then we, we cut inside and um, just like in the alien movies this old-fashioned computer screen sparks up and text that no human could really understand but mother the computer in charge of the ship uh, understands this order that's flicking across the screen and the cryo chambers um, start to deactivate and you start to wake up and uh, Captain Miller who isn't here yet where is Captain Miller? Captain Miller's Captain Miller's always Captain Miller's I question the uh, the uh, captain's ability to actually kind of like uh, lead the ship in a, in a productive manner. I mean, well, you, actually, you, Captain Miller's already awake. You, Captain Miller always programs uh, the cryo chambers to wake uh, them first, and they're they're probably making coffee somewhere, making things comfortable for yeah. uh, their crew. But one thing that she demands of her crew is that when they wake up. Um, and it's a bit of a, a, a morale boost to everyone coming out of cryo sleep is to say a one-liner um, just as they're coming out of their cryo and it always makes people chuckle and it's something that always brings people around so uh, Jacko starting with your character your who, who is your character and what would be their one-liner as they wake up out of cryo uh, so I'm playing the role of Davis who is the pilot so I'm good to go here Okay, uh, my one-liner is going to be because I'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie. I think my one-liner is going to have to be along the line of, "We're going in hard. We're going in fast." <laughs> Perfect. And uh, Pete, what? Who is your character, and what would be their one-liner as they wake right. up from uh, cryo sleep? I'm your hi. I, I, I am I am Wilson. I'm your friendly corporate base to the wider world and uh, I think my one line is hey guys who's up for a drink <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mike who is your character and what would be their one liner as they wake from cryo sleep I'm, I'm Rye and I'm the technician um, and my one liner is uh, well good to see life still sucks <laughs> Drink more here. Let me just get you some. Some. I'll, I'll just go to the corporate area and, and find the corporate drinks and, and mix you a lovely drink because I'm sure that might cheer you up. Or, or at least... I'll, I'll, ex I'll accept the drink and everything will still suck. <laughs> well, drink more, and and, 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 and and you never know. It might get better, or you just might just pass out. In which case, who cares? So, I mean, that that is the the thing you will you normally do. You all head down to the galley, get your free corporate coffee to help you. Hey, no, no extra charge. You know, it's come around. <laughs> and um, free, freeze dried cornbread, traditional. <laughs> Miller and Cham are already there, waiting for you. Uh, and Miller um, welcomes you. Come on, come and get come and get your coffee. Um, it's time to time to wake up. We haven't got much time. We've got to get this um, this gas safely down to the planet. Um, and so 
while you're all sat around uh, the, the table, um, why don't we um, introduce our characters a little bit, a little bit more? Um, what, what, what would you be saying to each other around this, around this table? About, uh, I, I, I think I'd like your characters to talk about because um, this is going to be a big paycheck for you. This is going to be, uh, this is a big deal. Um, this is really expensive gas that you've safely uh, transported uh, across uh, the known um, systems to get here. And this is, you know, you don't go into cryo sleep for, for so long um, for no reason. It, you know, you, you're losing every minute that you spend in cryo sleep. That's weeks, months, years that have passed by on Earth. So, you know, all your loved ones, any friends have aged. Uh, way more than you have while you've been in FTL and cryosleep. So, you know, it, you, these things pay well. So what what are you going to be spending this money on? And maybe again, starting with you, Jacko, um, what would Davis, the pilot, be spending this money on when, when they get back home? I'm just looking to get some sort of, I think I'll try and treat myself to some sort of fast speeder. Because, you know, like I say, and I'm just really keen to get going. I mean, I've been sleeping far too long now. I just want to get in the, like, into the cockpit of this bad boy and let's see what she can do. And what about you, Pete? What would what would Wilson um, guys, be looking guys, forward to? You've done a fantastic job you know, and the corporation appreciates your sacrifice. You know, it's great to see such a dedicated and well-functioning crew. We appreciate your sacrifice and you will be rewarded. You know, we, we appreciate a team that's dedicated to job to each of you have done particularly fantastic roles i mean the captain wherever he may be is probably doing something quite important I, I don't know i mean that's what captains do isn't it they always give orders and stuff but hey that's captain stuff but hey you know pilot person whose name i've forgotten because i've got my memory oh shit. yeah that's just right you call for a lot yeah 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 <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I, well, no no listen up what i was going to say is like you know i think that you've done a fantastic job i think Maybe. Yada, yada, yada. Come on, let's get the ship home. How, go, go, go. How, how fantastic. Just, 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 just calm yourself down. I, I, I appreciate you. You're happy. You're a happy guy. All I'm going to say is there's probably more opportunities out there for you to get an even faster speeder and maybe get yourself involved in, in I don't know, a more exciting lifestyle. Who knows? I mean, opportunity awaits beyond the stars. As for uh, Mike, thank you so much for your sacrifice. You know, um, maybe life might might turn a corner and things might go really well for you. Who knows? I mean, opportunities do await beyond the stars, which is why I'm so grateful for you guys coming out and whisking life and limb to provide these wonderful resources to our fantastic colonists trying to make life better for us all. Thank you so, guys. Your sacrifice is welcome. And, yeah, who knows? Let's see what happens, because I'm sure there'll be more opportunities for each and every one of us to, to get a better life out there. That is so your trademark, this opportunities, opportunities. Well, it, it forces right. that down your throat. What what's, the next uh, opportunity pays more, because this... You're not you're not paying me a great deal. In fact, I think I think I'm paid the lowest out of all of you, and, and I'm the one who's. If something goes wrong, I'm going to be asked to fix it, aren't I? What? So, 
this, it's, this, not good, it's not good paying the paying the paying the tech guy the lowest amount of money. Well, I mean, I mean, but again, opportunities are out there, and you, who knows? I mean, you never know. I mean, I'm sure the the, the corporation will give you uh, massive bonuses for the sacrifices that you're prepared to offer. Really, you know? I mean, not everybody here is as, as valued and as skilled as yourself. Are you are you uh, promising something then? Uh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I know there's opportunities out there. I'm, I'm, it's just a question of, of seizing the moment, carpe diem, and uh, and making them work for you. Well, let, let me know. Let me know when you've got something a bit a bit more. Um, that than I will. Just words. That I will. Then... As, as soon as 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 I am aware of anything that comes up, I will more than happily pass it on to you guys. I make damn sure that you're rewarded. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get off my backside at that point. Fantastic. Here's Rob. Hey, Captain! Captain. What the Hello, fuck have you been, man? Captain Miller. <laughs> I've been... Oh. I've been talking to Mother. Well, perfect perfect timing, actually, uh, Captain Miller, because uh, I will deliver you a message from Mother, but welcome, Rob. Um, so let, let me just quickly bring you up to speed. So... Um, you are the captain of, of the Montero, which is uh, a, a haulage ship that is currently trafficking um, some very expensive uh, gas. It's unstable at the moment. It, it, it decays into a more uh, stable form in the journey, and you're delivering it to a yeah. uh, planet out on the outskirts of the system. Um, that's what you've been uh told to do by uh, the the, the uh, Wayland Yuntani uh, company and you've all just come uh, who is your friend that's your rep there Wilson you've just come out of cryo sleep um, ready um, you presume that the, 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 you've arrived at your destination but where, where uh, Miller you've just walked into the room to deliver this bad news to uh, your crew that in fact mother who you have just been talking to has informed you um, that there's no there's no um, signal coming um, from Sutter's world that you were supposed to be in contact you you've been well they've been drinking their coffee and regaling of how they're gonna spend the money from this from this job there seems to be no hey, signal hey, 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 coming hey, from can Sutter's I, world can I, can I just say can I say you guys might be drinking coffee. I, I, I have my personal stash, which is available to everybody here, just to perk people up a little bit with that coffee. You know, maybe once an additional wake-me-up call with the coffee, they're more than welcome, as I put on a little hip flask on the table. Well, so that's what... very nice, Mr. Corporate Man, but well, I like to run this ship by the numbers. So if we can stick to coffee into an asteroid belt, that would be fine. This is a very expensive ship. I'd like to keep it in one piece till the end of the journey. It's so dry. It's so dry. You, you, you need to like. You need to need to wet yourself up there, Mister Mister. I can't remember what the captain's name is. You're gonna no. have to. I'm gonna it's call Vanessa. you Rob. I'm gonna have to call you Rob. At least you can get the sex right. Well, well what can hey, I say? What goes on in your face? You sleep. Stays in your face. You sleep. <laughs> I, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm with Mister Mister Flyboy Tabletop Mambo in the corner here. You know, the beard is a stasis thing, okay? It doesn't, sure it it doesn't define who I am. 
So Captain Miller. You're belated to run the ship that actually is the, you know, define you, because clearly you're being all captain-y, so carry on, Captain, tell us what we have to do. So yeah, what what are you going to do about this situation? The, the the planet that you're supposed to be delivering this to that'll get you your paycheck. They're not they're not returning your call. There seems to be no signal coming from them. What are you going to do about this situation? Come on, Captain. Uh, Captain, I have one job here, and this is to make sure that the gas gets to that planet. That sounds great. Whether they swap niceties is not my problem. We're taking the gas to the planet, and that's what we're going to do. Sounds good. To check every now and again. I don't know how many parsecs to it. So, how many parsecs have we got to go to the planet? Well, you should. Um, who are you, are you going to ask some of that? I think it's probably something the captain would would know, but I don't. <laughs> oh dear. Captain's well, not his coffee uh, yet. Hey, I, I, do you want a coffee, now, Captain? I can help you out if you want to. More than happy to serve. I mean, that's what we all do on this ship: is is ensure that the the team's doing great, and that the cargo's delivered on in a timely fashion. And you're the boss, so how do you like a coffee, Cap? Without any stimulants. Without any stimulants. Well, caffeine is a stimulant. So that that's going to be quite difficult. I, I could buy you some water. Would you, is that what you're after? Just boiled water? Maybe add some sugar, but that's also There you are. Have, just have some coffee without additional pedantry. Let's try for that first. So, Clearing. How are the engines looking? Fantastic. I'll go and get that to you right now. So, on, on asking Mother how far to go, she um, Mother announces to you, Captain, um, Captain Miller, um, there we don't appear to be at Stutter's World. Perhaps uh, a, a private word with you, Captain Miller. What? Okay. What about this gas? This gas needs to get to the, needs to get to the flipping colonists. I mean, that's the job, Captain. What the flip's going on? Well, if you give me five minutes, I might find out. Now, if I can have that coffee to go, I'd be very grateful. <laughs> Here you go. It's all yours. Enjoy. It might have a strange kick to it, as you, as a, you know, just to keep yourself happy. So, um, maybe uh, if everyone turns their uh, headphones off for a second while Mother explains to Captain Miller what's oh. what's going on, just give me the thumbs up when you can't hear me. Just a second. Uh... Right, we that's muted you. Okay, just Steve, take your headphones off for a second, Pete. So, uh, Captain Miller, Mother explains to you that um, she's picked up a distress signal. Um, it's from an unknown ship, and um, under under the company's policies, that um, she's diverted the ship to respond to that, and it's the duty um, of all crew and uh, company regulations that you must investigate this. Um, okay, that's you... all well and good. I'm, I'm right. Is there anything in the company directives which says I'm going to be recompensed for my, uh, let's say, benevolence? Um, Mother doesn't know the answer to that, but suggests that you speak to the company rep, Wilson. Um, she's just following orders. 
Hmm. That's familiar. First time <laughs> I've heard it from a computer, though. Okay. Um, so game turn wise, if you want to, how much of that you want to tell to your crew is up to you. Okay. Oh, in fact, it does say it says not doing so means that they will forfeit their shares and get no money for this run. Okay, that that makes it clear. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, listen up, listen hard. Are we there, Pete? It appears we're going to have to take a slight detour from our trip to Sutter's World, uh, courtesy right. of Wayland Butani. Thanks, Wilson. Where best are we heading? Uh, we are heading here. According to Mother, we've received a uh, distress signal from a downship. And before we can continue on our voyage uh, to do what we've been paid to do, uh, we need to go and check it out. If we don't go and check it out, we don't get paid for what we need to do. So it's very simple. I don't like it. You may not like it. But we have to go and check it out or else we don't get paid. So uh, I need to, you know, spend a penny there. So I have no idea what's going on. What's going on, Cap? Wayland Yutani have fucked us. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Just a second there. Uh, that, 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 that's, that's sorry, sorry. Uh, I'll rephrase that a moment. Uh, what, what we are, what we are having to take a, uh, a brief um, detour, a brief stopover at this planet here because uh, we've received a distress signal, and uh, Wayland Yutani, our mother, has in, has in, uh, instructed us to go and check it out. What the fuck are we? Are we actually anywhere near where we're supposed to be? Not yet. How well, you are your bloody company. But if we don't check it out, thanks to your company, we don't get paid. So, what? we're going to have to check right. it out. Okay, okay. Well, uh, what I will assure you guys that any profit that's made from this will be, will be distributed fairly amongst the team. And um, any additional problems which we may which we may or may not encounter, I will take any concerns on board seriously, and ensure that you're compensated uh, appropriately. Listen, as our conduit to the company, there's only one thing I want from you, and that is coffee and pence. Coffee? Oh, I'll work it definitely. I'll completely. Um, I mean, I'm, this this is clearly news to myself. As if, we can't, if we can't, if we can't secure an extra percentage for this delay, I, 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 I can only offer you what I can offer you. You know, I will make damn sure that your opinions are heard, and that any percentage of profit that is available to us on these new fantastic opportunities that await us will be distributed accordingly. Uh, oh Captain no, shut it! You're just slowing us down. Let's just get there, yeah? Sure, let's let, let's do that, Shane. You, you carry well, on. Your speedo awaits. No, I'm I'm just I'm just so just just tell me how much overtime I'm going to get. I don't want to share the profit. I just want to I just want to know that there's actually going to be something more coming on. Fill in the sheets, um, get them stamped by Captain, and uh, yeah, we will pay you accordingly. You will pay All us right. overtime. Sure, sounds good okay, to me. Okay, great. Right, um, any chance you can give it uh, bad boy a little bit of a tweak? Just so you know, get us a little bit more juice in the, uh, the bonnet, sort of thing, you know? 
Who are you speaking to here? Uh, Rye. I want Rye. Rye. Rye's our techie. Yeah, we, you know, we want to see yeah, what yeah. he can give us. Yeah. Yep. So as as you're discussing this, klaxons suddenly start going off, and Mother uh, comes back on the line. Um, please Hi, brace Bob. for impact. What, Captain? Uh, what the? What, what, what's going on here? You're supposed to be in charge of this ship. And, okay, and, uh, shut up and hold on to something. So we're going to leave it there. The second part of this first stage is going to be coming out again next week. So hopefully you'll like to follow on and see how these characters do develop. And believe me, they do develop quite rapidly and uh, things do take a turn for the worse very quickly. It's time for the Kickstarter kick around. The first Kickstarter I want to look at this week is called Reload. Reload is a battle royale game where the contestants are placed on an island as you're running around the hex grid trying to find different weapons and basically take out your opponents. If this sounds a little bit like Fortnite, I think you're on the right sort of track. Brought to us by Colossal Games, Reload is set in the not too distant future where megacorps of the military-industrial complex have invested trillions of dollars in developing cloning, cybernetics and next-gen weapons technology. In order to test these new technologies and secure lucrative government contracts, investors have funded massive city-sized complexes capable of simulating any environment. To fund these training programs, the megacorps and media moguls have partnered to broadcast competitions. Enter Reload, the most watched show on the planet, where players are competing live for millions, only the most charismatic and capable will rise to the top, earning fame and adoration from their fans. It has a nice cartoon style and comes with a selection of miniatures that you'll be able to use as your character. It plays from 2 to 4 players, should take about an hour and is aged for 14 plus. Has a nice mechanic of where if you pull off decent moves you'll be able to claim extra fame which will lend to you getting extra power-ups. You'll be able to discover a variety of different technology which will be able to power up your weapons and special items that will be hidden in amongst the loot. The game is designed by Francois Ruse and Jean-Marc Tribé. There's a variety of different pledge levels. You could get the contestant pledge level which costs £22 and this is your basic core pledge. If you want to get some stretch goals included, then you can get that for £29 and this will also include a Capture the Flag expansion. If you'd rather go for an all-in pledge, this is called a Superstar. This also includes a Rumble expansion, which will then allow up to six players. To me, I think that's probably where you would have most fun because I think the bigger the player count, the better this game would be. So if you want to try a Fortnite-style game, this could well be the one to go for. Funding for this has gone pretty well, currently sat at almost 60,000 when there was only after 14,000 pounds. There's only a few days to go so this one is due to finish on Thursday the 18th of February. Here at the Ramble we are self-confessed fans of Oink Games. This is a company that likes to bring you games in tiny little boxes. The likes of Deep Sea Adventure, Fake Ice Ghost New York, Startups, 
So you'll probably know the one I'm on about now. So Oink Games, they are bringing us a Kickstarter for the first time. And in this, they're going to be bringing us three games. The first game is called Moon Adventure. This is building on the mechanics of one of my personal favourites, Deep Sea Adventure. In the game, you're going to be looking to try and find crucial supplies, but you'll be facing various different hazards, such as magnetic storms, and of course, there's a limited oxygen supply. Deep Sea Adventure was a brilliant push-your-luck game. I'm hoping this one is just as good, if not better. The next game is called Dokojon. This is also for groups for between two to five players, and it tasks players with finding their dogs that have been hidden amongst a grid of tiles. I really like the uh, box art for this because it's like a little pug, I would say. It looks and sounds deceptively simple. The goal is to find where your opponents have stashed their pooches without revealing too much information about where your own one is. It incorporates social deduction, a bit of logic, and also outright lay into your opponent's faces at times but yeah it looks quite interesting the third offering in the kickstarter is a revised edition of a 2011 game called in a grove this is a bluffing and deduction game and in this new edition there are going to be some slight tweaks to the rules and new components that have been added they've also expanded the player count as well in the game, you will be playing incompetent detectives that are trying to solve murders that happen in your town every day. Oink Games have said that they have adjusted the rules to make the game a little bit more interesting. Not too many details are actually out on this or the other two games as yet, but I'll try and keep you posted as we go. Despite the lack of details about these three games, it has still blown through its target goal of just £7,000, but I think that is just on the back of how good Oink Games have been previously. And so I think people are pretty confident that we're going to be onto a winner with this. This is going to continue running until February the 26th. And you'll be able to grab all three of these games for about £45. They are saying that these will be shipping in three waves. The first one should arrive in March this year. While the others are planned for around about April and May. The last game I'm going to look at this week is called Rune Lords. This is by Regim Productions. The Rune Lords is a hex-based skirmish ball game for 1-4 players based in the world of best-selling fantasy series by author David Farland. For me, Rune Lords doesn't seem to be getting the buzz which I think it deserves. I first played this a couple of years ago as a demo copy back in the UK Games Expo. <laughs> Remember those things? Anyway, when I played it, I was very impressed by a couple of things. The first thing I like is how the game is divided into two parts. So to start off with, you have almost like a card drafting game, which allows you to sort of build up your characters and recruits and give them weapons. And then you also have a hex-based skirmish game. So you can split the game up into two different parts if you want. The mythos surrounding Rune Lords is that there are powerful characters that are called Rune Lords. And what they do, they are able to absorb attributes from certain people. And so if there was a particularly strong character, they would be able to be able to take on their strength, add it to their own, and then make them more powerful. But in return, what they would do, they would actually protect the other characters. So that, that's the basic principle behind the game. 
So in the game, you will pick one of these rune lords and a team of allies. After you've completed the card drafting to equip your rune lord and his team of allies, you can then hit the battlefield. The combat system is a nice simple system where you'll have tokens that respond to different sorts of actions. So I don't know, maybe it could be move allies two or put your defense up one. So you'll spend these tokens from your pool. Once they've gone, then you'll have to refresh. When you're in the battlefield, you'll be able to trigger different effects by rolling dice. So different symbols will be able you to call upon certain powers. So in the battle system, if you are deployed with a rune lord, you are able to use uh, cards. You can discard any of these cards that will give you certain attributes and power-ups. Or if you wanted to, while you're on the war zone, you can actually use a non-rune lord recruit and use their abilities. And this will enable you to sort of power up one of the rune stones. So as I said, I think this is a really good game that utilises quite a few different mechanics. You've got card drafting, dice rolling, and you've also got these tokens as well. So the combat is very interesting in the way it works, but it's not overly complicated to be fair. The gameplay flows nice and smooth, but still there's some crunchy tactical depth to it as well. Also really like the artwork in this game. It almost has a washout appeal to it. It seems to fit the theme of the game really well. I was also very impressed by the standees that you get with it. They really don't look like they're going to wear out or anything like that. There's a lot of detail on them. They've also got some very nice player map boards that are set on this hex grid. And the artwork on the actual uh, the ground itself really does have little details that pop out. The game comes with standees, which is saying I'm actually finding more and more appealing as I've got far too many to paint already and these standees look really nice as I've already stated. But if you do want to get some minis, again these do look really good and they are available as an add-on so you've got the best of both worlds. There's also an optional game mode called the Sovereignty Stage where players can take armies of their favourite rune lords and mix them into a resource management deck building engine type game where players take it in turns to purchasing cards over 12 rounds of play. Purchasing is done from three available markets, the barracks, the armory and the training grounds. Along the way, journey cards are drawn where dangerous encounters, exciting events and aggressive PvP cards can dramatically change the outcome of uh, players' resources. Although this is optional, the deck builder mode does allow players to create their own unique combos and you can mix rune lords with cards from other rune lords armies and it just gives another level to the game. Pledge levels for this start are very reasonable, well I think reasonable, £36. That's for the uh, solo cooperative modes, you'll get the deck builder game included into that, you'll get six double sided map tiles and you'll also get access order stretch goals. A digital PDF of short stories by the author Dave Farland, as well as all the contents in the core game. As I said, there are some add-ons you might want to consider purchasing. There is going to be some organisers that are available for $10. Or if you want, you can get all of the Rune Lords in miniatures, which is going to be a $15 add-on. Fingers crossed it can get to 150000 uh, total, which will then unlock a Deluxe Pledge which will then add a lot more content and you can get all minis for those that want the minis across the board. One add-on I probably will recommend getting is the $15 add-on 
which is going to give you six more double-sided map tiles and so it will increase the map battle size to uh, 54 by 38 inches now this is the second attempt of doing the campaign they look like they have learned their lessons as they did discover a few little minor issues from when they first released it but i don't mind when a company looks at what they're doing and tries to find faults and then just comes back with a, a better product which is what i think regin have done here i'm convinced this is a nice little hidden gem that she's not getting the buzz that it deserves it's not quite funded yet it's over halfway so i'm still hopeful it will reach its goal to be finishing on friday february the 19th as i say i really think this is worth a look it plays for one to four players should take between 45 to 180 minutes to play and is recommended for ages 10 years plus. Well, that's the end of another ramble. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. I'd like to say a massive thank you to all the ramblers that joined me on the first stage of the Alien RPG. As I said, the second part of the first stage will be coming up next week. If you've got any comments on today's show or you'd like to contact us about anything else tabletop game related, then by all means drop me an email at tabletopramble at gmail.com. Also remember we are starting up our Discord channel very soon, so if you go to the usual channels, either Facebook, our website or Twitter, we'll put up a link so you'll be able to join us there. Till next week, make sure you stay safe, stay healthy and I'll speak to you then. Thank you.